0: So, John Landis just called in all the favors for this one, huh? All the favors. Jamie? Yeah, yeah. Let's go watch Into the Night.
1: To another episode of Good Times Great Movies. Here we are as we get together on a every other week basis. Um, to talk about movies uh, from the 1980s. I am one of your hosts. I am Jamie Lorello. On the other side of things is uh, D.P. McCambridge. How's it going over there, D.P.?
0: I said earlier, for patrons only, that I kind of want David Bowie to stick a gun in my mouth. So I'm <laughs> For over. erotic
1: reasons, mind you.
0: Mm. He seems like a scary man in this. I'm just talking about David he Bowie, seems tough. the he person.
1: Seems tough. Yeah, okay, it. Gotcha. The
0: human being who seems open to different sexual acts with different people I'm just saying if he was
1: like gun in your mouth you'd be like okay maybe this is what he's into like, and I'm gonna be into it too cause it's David Bowie right now yeah. I get that I get
0: like, that I can see where this is going can you take some ball and like just move it around on your hands or something like that can you put on a crazy Tina Turner wig and walk around in like spandex pants for a while and then so that stick would be your end of the, the fantasy. He
1: gets the gun in the mouth and mm-hmm. you just want him to dress like the Goblin King. I think it's yep. fair.
0: That would be the end. That would and be... I don't know
1: what he is in this. He's not a detective. Is he a hitman?
0: He's a hitman? <laughs> please don't ask me questions. And about... he works
1: for the British guy or the French guy?
0: Yes. He okay. works for the French guy. But I don't okay. know who he is or what happens to his character.
1: Like there's an intense knife fight that happens. <laughs> There's a giant knife fight But we'll get there But we'll I was there. like I don't that's... know who
0: won that fight All I don't know, I know is they got a...
1: away And I'm that's, okay with it That's and what it was meant Why it was does we have to
0: shoot this dog? I felt really bad for that <laughs> poor dog
1: There was a lot of animal cruelty What about the birds that get shot too? The parents <laughs> get <laughs> shot That guy walks into his house and shoots a bird Yeah Those those four are very trigger happy Those four Palestinian. I don't know what are they They're what Iranians are, what are they? Iranians Okay yes. my bad Um it's okay. And I think they were supposed to be a bit of comic relief, too. Like a little stoogey kind of yep. group. Like they bang into, but, and like, when they're going, okay, let's just, let's just, we're not even know what movie it is. Oh. We don't even know the movie. No, We've just been shouting things about the movie. So let's talk, we, we, we know who we are. We know what we're doing here. Good times, great movies, <laughs> Jamie and Doug. <laughs>
0: But it's so moving the along, everybody. Let's just go. Let's, come on, we know why
1: we're here, we know
0: what we're doing. <laughs> yeah, come on, let's get on with it. But let's, let's first
1: tell we, you the topic for tonight.
0: Before we get into the topic for tonight, I do have to say we're recording our episodes in a really weird way. Our next two episodes are recorded, um, two days apart, three days apart, something like oh, that. Oh, yeah, we're under which arms. is god, that's yeah. not normally the way we do things. Um, and the reason why this is a possible issue is we have a anniversary episode, Jamie, oh. seven years.
1: Wow. Coming the up. great seven.
0: Very soon. Seven. And we decided to go back to something we used to do, which is let the listeners choose the episode.
1: Let a listener choose.
0: But because we're going to be announcing what we're doing in a few days, I will put this Twitter poll up. And in our next episode, I'll just, like, awkwardly splice in the movie later. But... Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. You sent me a list of movies, uh, 80s movies that you've never seen before. And I noticed that there was a weird pattern in this list in that they were, like, space movies or, like, sword and sorcery movies. (laughs) I was like, I did not expect that list from you. (laughs) So, So what I did is... I put in (laughs) one or two of my own and I narrowed the list down to four. So if you're looking, if you're interested in voting on what our seventh anniversary episode will be, you Mm -hmm. will have your choice of dragon slayer, crawl, ice pirates, (laughs) or life force. So,
1: Two, I've never seen
0: any of those. Yeah. So, like, two yeah. space movies, two, like, fantasy-ish movies, I guess. I have heard of all of these. Yeah. I tried to watch Krull a few years ago, and I was like, this is not for me. Like, I turned oh, no. within five minutes, I was like, this is goofy. I don't like these types of movies, but don't I don't want that to influence people. And, right. um... I watched the first. I'm going to say ten minutes of Life Force, and and if people vote on Life Force, you'll see why I watched the first ten minutes. But let's just that's enough, and uh, we'll so move two on.
1: out of these four movies you've tried, tried. dabbled in, I, I and dabbled. they have not been successful. But yet you still put them on the list as if to tempt the listeners. Go ahead, yeah. make me watch something. You know listen. Is going to be.
0: People have told me that Crawl is great.
1: Okay. So maybe the whole thing through Maybe together. We can uncover it. Life
0: force is something that a lot of people love. So I'm willing to give these movies
1: a fair shake,
0: a fair shake. Mm -hmm. I've certainly heard of ice pirates. Ice pirates is a movie that I've kind of like, it's always been on the outskirts of the list. Like, Oh, it's always been like, I don't know. Just the title alone seems stupid. So we have to get to it at some point. Uh, So anyway, go on to Twitter uh, vote and then uh, that'll be our episode that we do for our seventh anniversary of the show.
1: Amazing, seven years, seven wild years, and I've never in seven years I've never seen a movie quite like this one. Um, I mean, kind of. It, at times, it reminded me of a fish called Wanda. It's bit. it's got. <clears throat> there
0: are certain movies that this reminds me of, and, and the one thing I will say, and this is not going to you know ingratiate me with any movie fans because i am not a big fan of god now i can't think of their names uh the the big lebowski guys
1: the cohen the cohen's yes yeah Yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. I'm i'm not saying i don't like anything they do but normally their movies are kind of funny until they're not until it becomes (laughs) like oh now people are getting seriously murdered and characters i care about are dying and i just there's something that turns me off about that. Like Fargo is fine cuz it's kind of like it's kind of depressing and sad all the way through, but people <laughs> laugh at that movie and I'm like it's not a funny movie. Like I don't it's very depressing and and I just I don't know, I have a different feeling about those movies than some people do. And I'm not saying this does that, but when this movie turns into a bloodbath at the airport at the end, I was like I was not Prepared for this movie same, that I'm watching same. now.
1: There is, there's a slow trickle of of some bloodshed and some gunshots and some murder and some drowning. Um, but then at the airport, we're just blowing heads. We're just washing <laughs> blood off of our faces at the Ramada yeah, Inn at the, at the everyone's end. Everyone's just-
0: dying. And I'm like, I was fine with David Bowie being some insane psychopath for a scene or two. But I was like, I was on this kind of like fun romp with these two characters and it got real serious real quick.
1: We should have just, the plane should have just taken off to Mexico. We should have ended there and we should have just. A happy ending, and then seen some funny thing about them uh, uh, having drinks at a little tiki bar. And maybe those four Iranian guys show up again, and I, they're like, Oh no, yeah, you it,
0: know, well, I'm not saying I would have preferred that, and I'm not saying that it would have made me like this movie. Because Jamie, I kind of like this movie, like, okay, there's, all right, there's a lot happening in here where I was like, I'm having a great time. But then, when I watch a woman get drowned in the ocean who did not deserve it, I was you're like, oh, this just seems mean spirited now, and I'm yeah. I'm not yeah. into this. And I feel like it's kind of, I don't know, it's my aging that is doing this. Like mm. I I feel like this stuff didn't used to bother me, but now that I'm older, stuff you're more like this sensitive stuff. to yeah. this.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Right, but we well, should
0: we haven't even said the name of the movie. No, and we like, Let's no. It.
1: And it no I had never heard of it before. So I don't know if just by our little little tips or little descriptions we put out any listeners have pieced together. But in case you have not pieced together what it is we're talking about, it's nineteen eighty five, eighty five, right? Eighty four. Mm-hmm. Into the night with Michelle Pfeiffer and Jeff Goldblum. And if listeners know, they know we have a a sort of friendly relationship with Jeff Goldblum. We enjoy the bloom. I would say a
0: BFF relationship.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, I'm not
0: saying that nobody else that listens to this has received a back rub from Jeff Goldblum, (laughs) but I have. So I'm just going to put that out there. A
1: subtle and sweet one. A subtle and sweet one. Correct. Correct. It was
0: adorable. Two fingers and a thumb. And swirl it around. Like a swirly thumb thing going on while he talked to us. And we watched him
1: perform his jazz, his skit, scat, scoodily scat, uh, live jazz. It was. Um,
0: I think uh perform, a groovy night. One perform for the is books. a word that you might <laughs> use. I don't know that it applies. It was, I've it was... never seen a performer bring songbooks onto the stage, play a song for a minute, and then go, "Oh, nobody knows this." Put the songbook down. Pick up another one, open to a random page, and start playing. And also, just pull people out of the audience oh, yeah. who say they could sing and that allow them fun. to sing along.
1: It was like it was the improv joy. of the jazz club or something. Improv at the jazz club. It was. Yeah. It was a joy. It was a joy. It was a very memorable night. Perhaps for another podcast um, conversation because we can't. We'll go way off topic, and then no, but, no but right? But
0: definitely. I mean, Fiefer. first of all, I think we did just tell the entire story. So, oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> So that
0: really was for this podcast episode.
1: Pfeiffer, we've seen also before.
0: We've seen her a lot, as mm-hmm. we said last time. This is her fifth appearance, yeah. um, and I did the most brief research. She is only beaten out on this show by Sly Stallone, but it's only because we well, see there's a whole once holiday. A year. <laughs> yes, yeah.
1: there's a whole holiday. Maybe we should have a Pfeiffer February. Um, I don't
0: know that yeah. we can. I don't know that we can do it. I don't know that she's got that many more movies we can get. to. Okay,
1: okay. Well, as you said, I think we recorded this when you said it. Um, you never know what you're going to get when you get an '80s Pfeiffer, and this is another one of those fun Pfeiffer surprises. I'll call it. Um, yeah, did you like yeah.
0: both, I think they're a huge reason why this movie works for me as much as it does.
1: Agreed, a hundred percent.
0: They're great. Like, the,
1: yeah. if it's I'm, not the two of them, I don't know that I make it through this movie.
0: I'm amazed these two, and not to reference a movie that we'll see later in this movie, I'm amazed these two didn't become Abbott and Costello of the 1980s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody should put them in everything together. Yeah,
1: it, they are. They do have a nice, cute little chemistry. It's they are. Really, He's so really young. Good. I mean, she is too. She's yeah. very young, but he a, a young bloom. For the first couple of scenes, I just I felt like old lady. I kept going. He's so young looking. At, look at how young looking he is. Because he is a, a young Goldbloom. is different than an older Goldblum, and it's just a different, it's a different face. It's different it's a
0: woman. it's a fresh face, but it's the same person. Oh, but it's the like, same. It's, yeah. It, there's, you know what? There's he does. there's
1: facial expressions that he makes, and I hope I caught a couple of them down that he that are just just Gold bloom could react like that. Great, it's great, yeah. it's what makes him him, but 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 anyway, um, Into the Night 1985 or 84, mm-hmm. Goldblum, Pfeiffer, and a couple of other, like we've mentioned, Bowie is in it, um, Dan Aykroyd There is,
0: there is something is, okay, so just the most brief background of this movie, and, and yeah. I don't want to get too into the weeds on the director and everything like that, but it's directed by John Landis, who's directed amazing movies like Animal House. Um, And now suddenly I can't think of anything else he's directed. He's directed a ton of stuff and was huge at the time. Now, here's the thing. He Mm -hmm. directed, um, I think it was just a segment of the Twilight Zone movie before this. And in that segment, there was a helicopter crash Mm -hmm. that killed the actor Vic Morrow. And oh. also in real life, yes, in real, in real life, life. Okay. and also two children. And before it was before
1: he did this,
0: and it was basically listen, as I said before, for just our patrons, I'm not a lawyer, but it was huge negligence on all across the set. And oh. he and other people were on trial for murder at the time that this movie was being made. Wow. Yes. I mean they were fine. They were found not guilty and stuff like that. But this is just so and I feel like that's maybe why I haven't heard of this. Like he's a good director and he's well known, but for this to just be some random thing, some blip on his resume is very surprising. And I wonder if that had anything to do with it. And also this yeah. feels like him just calling his Hollywood buddies being like can you just be in my movie for a scene? Like nobody <laughs> wants anything to do with me right now. If you haven't heard I'm on trial for murder, can you just show up Dan Aykroyd and sit in a car and just spew a few lines? And he did. And he
1: did. He did. I was waiting. Some of these, I was waiting to see again. Right. Bowie, it, I this movie,
0: I, I'm not going to point out everyone, enough. but every extra that has a line is a director like is a oh. Hollywood director. Like there's when they, when Jeff Goldblum approaches that guy in the bathroom or whatever, later oh, on in the yeah, movie, yeah, yeah. And then they have to make a phone call and there's some dude on the phone and they have to yeah. take it away from him. That's Jim Henson. Jim Henson. I thought that was Jim Henson. Yes.
1: I was
0: like, is that Jim Henson? <laughs> yeah. It's Jim Henson's um, uh, director of Johnny dangerously. Amy Heckerling is the waitress when they're in that diner.
1: Really? Yes.
0: It's just he's calling all his buddies and being like she. As a waitress,
1: by the way, she has no personal space. Did you notice that? How she leans over to pour the coffee and she's like, fully chesting Michelle Pfeiffer. I was like, what is that waitress doing? But
0: it's funny because she's credited as clumsy waitress, and I went, well, she's not that clumsy. No, I I didn't find her clumsy. I
1: just found her without boundaries. or Like without personal space.
0: Yeah. No, um, it's, there's old timey directors, the guy who has the dog on the elevator, I forget who oh, he yeah. is, he's a director, like, it really is John Landis just calling everyone he knows to show up on set for a day.
1: Interesting. Yeah. Huh. So that adds a whole nother layer of, like, what the fuck to this movie. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Yes>. <laughs> and I also understand this movie, like, this is a one crazy night movie. You know, like, uh, this all happens over, you know, a period of 24, 48 hours, something like that. It's just Mm -hmm. like two characters. And that was, I don't want to say it was popular at the time, but that's like a whole genre of movie. Sure. And it just, it's so strange. I've never heard of this because I said it before, this is a good movie. Like I really enjoyed this and I'm so confused why. I've never heard anyone mention it before. I mean, maybe maybe you don't want to go as far as I am as to call it a good movie. But I mean, I, I,
1: wouldn't, I don't think I, I had the same... I will say this.
0: I'm not going to say it's great, but I was entertained me, while watching I was a movie that say, I've never that's heard exactly about before. was going to say, exactly what I was going to say.
1: Yeah. It kept me entertained. And, um, yeah, it kept me entertained, and I, I kind of wanted to see what was going to happen
0: If this is the first episode you've listened to of our show, it normally doesn't take us this long to start to talk about it. It sure does.
1: It sure does. He says that it doesn't, but it does.
0: Okay. It's 25 minutes. Usually it's like 23. Right, right. (laughs)
1: Right. And on my other counter, it's actually 35. Oh. Yeah.
0: Wow. Guys, a reason to check us out on YouTube. Yep, (laughs) yep. All right, so. You can
1: see lots um, of stuff. Let's talk about the fact that
0: we are, we basically... I know this movie opens with a plane landing and an "Into the Night" theme song sung by Question Mark, but let's just talk about how we start. Uh, basically, with the shirtless Jeff Goldblum awakened bed in
1: very serious too, and with this, this is how he lays. Wait, let me get my hands right because they're not just behind his head. They're
0: no, they're glass. like cross. It's like he's trying to hold <laughs> each elbow with the other hand.
1: Yeah, he's wrapped around his head, so he's not just kicking back. Two hands, kind of kind of basketing the, the back of his head comfortably. No. He's uncomfortably, like you said, weird, shoulder stretch and very shirtless. Yeah. Yes. Young. It, yes. You keep and saying young. Serious. I, think,
0: I think we get it. I have a thing for David Bowie. You have a thing for Jeff Goldblum. It's fine. Sure. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, first of all, dude, you can't sleep. Maybe try and get comfortable in bed. Don't do that weird shit with your arms. Like, lay uh-huh. your head down on the pillow.
1: I do love these first couple when we're first getting to know. First of all, I will say too, the opening is a lot of, this movie takes place in LA. Mm-hmm. And so the the opening scenes are all the Randy's Donuts and all these kind of iconic little LA um, mm-hmm. places. It's kind of fun to see. It's always fun to see. i lived in California for a little bit and as I think the listeners might know, I don't know. It's fun to see those kinds of places when from the 80s, in the 80s. And you're like, oh yeah, I know where that is. Like when they go to the marina, when that's the first stop that she has him take him, her?
0: Right, to so the to um, the boat where Body by Jake is hanging out? Yeah,
1: right. <laughs> <laughs> that whole scene later with Body by Jake is a whole different thing. But the marina is very close to LAX, and they drive for a long time down what seems like some dark wooded roads <laughs> to get to the marina. And it's really not that far. But anyway, anyway. I like anyway. to think
0: that Jeff Goldblum really just doesn't know where he's going. You know, he's sleep deprived. He's driving in circles for all we yeah. know.
1: Well, so when we're getting to know him in these first couple of scenes, he is just kind of a staring off, sort of drifty-eyed, exhausted. Yeah, it's really um, just like you know
0: what's boring, working. It's just boring. It's just boring. He's like stiff.
1: When we meet him, when like you said, he's shirtless, and then he wakes up and he has breakfast with his wife, and she's all cheery and chummy (laughs) with him, and hi, and what does she say? Um, He's like she makes him this beautiful breakfast, which she then takes away. Takes away. He,
0: he doesn't even get, <laughs> Before you know, he even. The, it's yeah. a joke where he doesn't get a bite of food. And she's like, well, there's Dan Aykroyd out there to pick you up, buddy. You better no, get going. Dan,
1: no, the oh, horn, horn is honking for her. That's she has her to go. Yeah.
0: Colleague. Yes. Yeah, her
1: workmate that she has to mm-hmm. go and see. This back and forth conversation they have. I wrote down some of it when he's, he, she's like, "What is it? What's wrong? Is it me? Is it the relationship?" And he says, "Just love me, okay? Just love me." And and then she, her ride gets there, and she kisses him, and she says, "Have a nice day." And he goes, "Have a nice day." Like all distant and. and it's
0: it's a really like. It's like a robot Goldblum that at this point I was kind of afraid we'd be spending a lot of time with. But yeah, he, yeah, he, I like that he makes yeah, the switch. Yeah, right.
1: Because he's and just a downer. He's very. He's a
0: downer, but it's basically his home life that makes him a downer. Well, it's
1: his whole life because then it, we see. So now his he's got to life do a, and
0: Everything right.
1: He's got to do a commute. He's got a little carpool buddy. Mm-hmm. Um, Dan Aykroyd's his carpool buddy. And the commute, as we know, the L.A. traffic is terrible. And I love it. They show other people, like one old man is reading a porno he's in traffic. reading another lady's as like eating he's driving
0: a to work, yeah. I guess.
1: Yeah. Oh, another girl. Oh, she's eating the castilla the and she's crying while yep. eating. Did you see that? That's yeah.
0: Um, I'm, I'm sure this reminded you a lot of L.A. traffic. You just looked over and you're like, everybody's crying and I don't understand why. I guess it's just because we'll all be late today. I couldn't imagine that. And that is such a movie trope. And since I didn't, I've never lived out there. I've never experienced it. Mm. Um, I do know how excited your husband was to have us out there that the four of us could pack into the car and we could, I don't know, drive in the carpool lane or whatever. Yeah, is that the that yeah. is? Yes. I, I have but. a question about where he works. Not so much what he does. Cause that's never explained, but just No, then... he says.
1: He says what he does. Oh,
0: it's in your notes later. Okay. Yeah, I don't <laughs> remember no, no, that fine. shit. That's fine. It's just getting because <laughs> he and he and uh, Dan Aykroyd pull up, and they like walk through a warehouse, and then they walk through like miles of corridors to mm. finally get to cubicles. So I really don't understand. He's even in a business meeting later with people. Yeah. Yeah, and and I'm like, I still don't know what he does. Like, it's just it's just business jargon that I don't know if it's ad libbed by these people while they're doing it, but it is kind of funny. Like, and oh, director David Cronenberg, the the Fly.
1: Who oh yeah, he will yeah.
0: direct him in in just uh, a few, I think one to two years. I is bet. his boss. And the guy giving the slideshow and the presentation in this oh, meeting. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? Wow. Yes. Again, like, this is just everyone who had a lunch break in Hollywood came in to do John Landis's weird movie that nobody's ever heard of. The basic point of this boring bit of his life is he hasn't been sleeping. Yeah. I think he says like three days at this point.
1: No, he says he hasn't slept since the summer of 1980. Okay. I mean, that's a that's great what job. what he tells Dan Aykroyd. But
0: I do think at one point he does narrow it down. I think it might be when he's talking to Michelle Pfeiffer, but he does say three days. So yeah. it's honestly been a very long time. He's and- not
1: well rested. Dan Aykroyd's advice, saucy advice, is that uh, he should hop a plane to Vegas. Yes. Right? And right. find a he knows a lady there a a slutty friend I I suppose that could make um I guess take all of his cares away and that's that's all that Goldblum would need I will say Um,
0: if Dan Aykroyd tells you he knows a lady I wouldn't go near that lady I don't know
1: he says her name too I don't know I thought I wrote it down but I didn't oh I did did write down that um she'll do anything you want she'll dress up as Santa Claus because that's Kinky thing yeah, again, you a Dan name?
0: Aykroyd is probably into some really weird shit. Yeah, like, if somebody know. tells you they know someone who dresses like Santa, that's because they asked that person to dress like Santa.
1: <laughs> probably. That's how they it's, know it's that, like do it. It's not like
0: she gave Dan Aykroyd a card of things she'll do. Right, that was right. a request by him, where and he's, he's just like, like Whoa. you know, I'm not sure about Jeff Goldblum, but maybe he's into this too, and I I I'll just throw it, it out there. Yeah,
1: we'll see what he says. Mm.
0: So. He's super tired. Uh, he does a terrible job in this meeting. He messes everything up. And uh, then at lunch, he's like, guys, I, this is a mess. I'm just going to head home. I'm yeah, gonna take- I need to
1: go take a nap. Yeah.
0: Dan, mm-hmm. Argo, can you find another ride home? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. i got to go.
1: In case I don't come back, in case my sleep turns into all the sleep I need. Oh, and I love it. is like, yeah. And then he kind of says to the table, he, he hasn't slept for a while. He needs to sleep. Right. And he does. He goes home, drives home to get his needed shut-eye, and Mm -hmm. there is a car parked outside of his home. And he doesn't even need to. I love that he didn't, like, go inside and open the door and find it. You know what I mean? Right, yes. He just listened at the window to the loan.
0: He just, like, looked in the window, and he's like, well, all all right. He didn't
1: even look. He just put his ear to the window and was like, yeah they're doing they're they're bumping up ways in there
0: yeah uh, they're doing it and that's yeah. kind of what i thought was going on like his reaction and then now it's really like crazy. oh
1: now i all the reason why i haven't been sleeping and i'm feeling so sad and he goes back to work and almost falls asleep in his cubicle yes. which is um and and oh and he does have a vision of them making love while he's uh in his cubicle um yeah, what but, is this car commercial that's on the TV when they're watching TV it's on later too
0: oh the car commercial
1: Yeah, what I,
0: is it I don't know I, I it's don't on know.
1: later too
0: yeah I, I don't understand I don't know the point of it I it's almost like just to say like the beginning of this movie and the middle and the end all exist in the same universe like it's almost just to be like this, commercial this isn't just a dream don't worry about that because at one point I was like Maybe Jeff Goldblum finally just fell asleep, and none of this is actually happening.
1: Oh yeah, that was a tri- that's a trippy yeah. thought. But no, no. Well, um, where are we? Well, oh, where he's the commercial comes on because he's having ice. Well, his wife's having ice cream, yeah. uh, and he's staring off and does not say, "I know what you've no. been up to." Right? He doesn't say anything to her, and she's just like, "Hey, are you okay? What are you doing?" Are you mad? Are you mad at me? Did you have an okay day? She's eating what sounds like a lovely flavor of ice cream. She says it's strawberry hazelnut. It sounds delicious. What a combo.
0: Boy, you, you are really paying attention to this movie. Like, I am amazed. And, and again, a little peek behind the curtain. Like, we're recording this. A little bit beyond what we usually do. I watched this movie over a week ago, so I love the. Movie. Oh, so you don't yeah, remember the like, strawberry hazelnut oh, uh, ice cream? Hazelnut strawberry pecan ice cream sounds great. There I did was, not remember. That no. lovely.
1: Well, not... I'm I'm remembering these sort of details now because the bigger things, like who the hell is after them? Oh, I please
0: don't no ask idea. me that question. Okay, I'm not going to be able to help you there either. I didn't write down the type of ice cream or what is happening in this movie. So don't worry about that. So that night he again can't sleep. And I guess he decides to take uh, Dan Ackward's advice and go to the airport. It's like, I'll just drive to the airport and I guess I'll go to Vegas. Here's one major flaw I had with this movie. And it starts right here. I wrote, Goldblum heads out and drives to the airport. I don't know that we need to see every part of this travel process. Like we literally see him get into the car, start the car, drive away from his house, drive forever on the road, go into the parking garage, go up the ramp to the parking garage.
1: Don't forget when he falls asleep at the stoplight in the car.
0: Stop yes. Oh my god! I totally forgot about yeah. that. that was- Yeah, the cop's like, Are you all right? Do you know where you're going? He's like, I'm totally fine. Don't worry about me. (laughs) Yeah, it takes forever. And it's every travel bit in this movie. Anytime they do anything, I'm like, I'm. Literally watching them go places in real time, and there's <laughs> just something about this that's a little irritating. This movie did not, and and it's not an overlong movie. It's like an hour and a half. This could have been like an hour fifteen. And I know you... this
1: was not more than an hour and a half. Oh, was it? Wasn't it? Yeah, I think it was like hour fifty. Oh, it was that's an why... hour fifty.
0: Sorry, I I wrote that I wished it was an hour and a half. Yeah,
1: that, I think if like I said, if they would have cut it when they're on the plane, and then you don't have that extra bloodshed, and you don't have what? that the other random Ramada in thing where they, I have so many questions about the amount of money they thought they were going to get paid. And then where all that extra money came from and why she's got to leave to come hey, back with a new album. Great on. question.
0: <laughs> the end of this movie, I was like, I don't know what just happened. This <laughs> movie just ended and I'm not really sure what happened. I kind of wanted to came. pull that cleaning lady aside as a viewer and say, do you know what's going on right now? Because yeah. I don't. She
1: didn't. Need, well, no, she didn't.
0: Either. I don't know what I I, she tells him about. All right. We will get there. But he yeah. goes to uh, the parking garage the at the airport. airport.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And he sits in the car for a minute. It's like. And he's really like,
0: should I do this? Should I not? Yeah. I mean, that, that's mm-hmm. really what this is. And now we're finally introduced to Michelle Pfeiffer. I thought this was a Dan Aykroyd, Jeff Goldblum buddy picture. For a yeah, while. yeah,
1: no, but she comes. She is kind of dressed up. she's mm-hmm. kind of cute, little one over the shoulder or half. What do they call them? Where it's on one shoulder but not the other.
0: Uh, half shoulder.
1: Okay, you're a fashionista. You knew. Yep. Um, she's got a cute little outfit on. She's with some other dude that we don't know who he is because got they simulator. get out of the elevator and they're immediately he's shot and they try to the four guys. Um, they try to get her. They think they have their cover in her mouth. And I think maybe they have a knife to her throat. I don't remember.
0: I don't know. Um, they they have her up against yeah. the wall. They shoot this guy. And these, you kind of referred to it earlier, these four stooges in this movie. Yeah. Uh-huh. They bumble and lose her somehow. There's four of them. Uh-huh. There's two of them. And one is already dead. And she manages to get away. Uh and runs through this parking garage and of course stumbles onto jeff goldblum and is basically like we got to get out of here one guy jumps on the hood of the car and jeff goldblum tears off and they are free Mm -hmm. one of these iranian fellows is played by the director john landis Oh, Oh, really? Yes, because at the end, when everyone's credited with a still of them, which I love, yeah. everybody, yeah. that should happen in every movie. I don't care what the movie is. You know, you want to do that at yeah. the end of Schindler's List? Do it. I am all it's for fun. it. Yes. It's fun. But when they show these guys, and it's a freeze frame when they're all sitting in a row, when Jeff Goldblum's there with pistachios? that lady. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They're all... Middle Eastern except for white guy John Landis. It's so strange that he's like, yeah, any I could be any character in this movie. I'm going to be an Iranian man.
1: I'm going to fill nice. I'm going to fill that role. I'm going to do it.
0: He's like, if I'm going down for murder, just throw racism into the mix because I don't care anymore. These guys yell a lot and talk a lot but nothing subtitled. And Oh,
1: yes. And they... And, yes, I yeah. had
0: the subtitles on at this point. I
1: guess I had oh, it on yeah. for the
0: whole movie, and it just says shouts in Iranian.
1: Ah, they lose her. He she gets in the car with him. Yeah,
0: and they take off. And she's yeah. like, "We got to let's go, let's she go, let's go." sees them
1: though, try to get her and shoot her. So right. he sees who she's running from, mm-hmm. and then it's a dangerous situation. And as they're exiting and going through, like the you know the the parking lot exit, there's security there, and he immediately is like. We got to tell them what's happening. Like she was just shot at yeah. this, the parking garage, a dangerous place. And Michelle Pfeiffer's like, no, I'm all good. It's right. good. We're good. We just got to keep on driving. Just get through the gate. Um, it really is
0: because he's like, well, we need to find the cops. And she's like, no, 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 no. It's fine. It's no big deal. And just she doesn't let him home. know
1: for a while why it's not a big deal. And he says, when you times, say a
0: while, you do mean several hours, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah, several. Yeah, they go on several little adventures before he even knows what what he's yes. doing. Yes, he just knows at this point he's driving her, and he even says like like this is crazy. Yes, yeah. this is insane. And,
0: and this, this is, is crazy. This is fun. Like this is now we're into the movie that I had a feeling we were going to get, and yeah. I was totally excited about. Um, there's a movie I I have a feeling it was probably before this called After Hours. It's a mm. Scorsese movie. And mm. it's very much like this, but it's with Johnny Dangerously, Griffin Dunn is in it ah. as the guy. And he's just a guy who gets lost in New York and you know, he wears a suit and a tie and he gets mm. mixed up with kooky, crazy characters, and it's like a oh this night nothing's going as planned. I was like, "Oh, that's what this movie's going to be. This is just Jeff Goldblum being pulled in all different directions, mm-hmm. and it's just going to be a funny thing after funny thing." And I know we have talked about it before. I did not see this movie getting as dark as it does, Mm-mm. but right now at this point, we're kind of into the kooky adventure that these two are going on.
1: Yeah, she she. So the first stop she thinks she should make. Right. Is to the marina. She knows somebody who supposedly is on a boat Mm -hmm. and pulls up to the marina. It's interesting because in the first half, like when they first get there, she's like, okay, I'm good. But maybe stick around. Yeah. Like throughout it, she's like, okay, you can leave now. I can't be left alone. Okay. I got, you got me there, but please I just stay a couple more hours. Yeah, it's like a. She's like a little wishy-washy, she washy, wants and I yeah. wish
0: there was more of it from his perspective because I I kept waiting for her to finally say, "Okay, you can go," and him to say, "I have nothing to go back to." But it really wasn't. Yeah. It was always her being like, "Can you just, can you just like keep the meter running? Like, just hang out here yeah. for a minute or two? Yes. Like it, yeah. it really until the end, it didn't become him wanting to be here when just from the jump I'm like dude if I was in your position why wouldn't like this is an adventure you don't know at this point that you're probably going to be murdered so just Uh be into this
1: well I think he's thinking he's in the first couple of little places they go I think he's still like alright I've got to get home now alright I've got to get back now but then I think it becomes like one and then the next and the next, where like you said he is he does get kind of signed on right too. right, yeah, all right i'm I'm yeah. in this, where are we going? how are we doing this we, you know i'm I'm mixed, I'm in the mix I would like it um, at some
0: point if what changed his mind is if he just pulled her aside at one point and was like. If I asked you to dress up like Santa, like what would you say to that? Is that
1: because that? that that's why I was in the never, airport? Anyway.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I know, yeah. I know this isn't about me. I know you have a lot going on right now, Seriously, but I think it's yeah. important for me to tell you why I was at that airport.
1: Yeah, what I was looking forward to. If we're gonna try and really... make
0: this work, I think there has to be some ground rules. Yeah. Yeah. Number one, you don't have to wear the beard, but just the costume.
1: The red suit, the red suit. When well, she wears that that red jacket, she's a little thriller action for a little Definitely. while. She's got jeans and a red leather mm-hmm. jacket that she wears um, for for most of this movie. Um, yeah. But first, we stop at I mean, the yeah, marina. Listen,
0: you give me a nineteen eighty four Michelle Pfeiffer and Jeff Goldblum and David Bowie and Body by Jake. Who's complaining? I mean,
1: maybe looking for a plot to the movie, but you're not necessarily <laughs> Tell complaining. Me that-
0: You're asking for too much. Um, All right. So she stops off at a, at a boat house or just a boat. I don't know to see body by Jake. Now we don't really see what goes on kind of here, but, um, she does what she has to do and comes back Mm -hmm. out and then they leave. And immediately,
1: no, she doesn't even get on the boat. He argues with oh, her. Oh, he like, does argue me, with Let me her. get Sorry. on and get my yeah. clothes. Can I at least take a shower? Right. And he's like, no, Jack, or whoever owns the boat effort. It's that rich guy's name. Uh, doesn't want to see you. You're not allowed. I was told that you don't exist and you need to leave. And she's like, come on. I'm in trouble. I'm in trouble. Look at me. I'm in trouble. And he's like, no, not going to happen. So now I back did like in the, the reveal of Jeff.
0: Richard Farnsworth as the old man at the end of this. And I was like, mm-hmm. am I watching a Western now? Like it just, I was like, this, the, he doesn't belong here. Nothing belongs in this movie. And yet for the most part, it totally works. Well, mm-hmm.
1: well, to some, yeah, to some. So now, okay. Um, so
0: after they leave, <laughs> I like
1: that she calls him. Yeah. sorry. She does when he refuses to let her on the boat. She's like, you're a pig, Larry, Larry, you're a pig. Anyway, I think that's funny when you call a person just a pig. That was
0: funny. I, I agree. Body okay. by Jake. I've often thought that guy's probably a pig. He's so a pig. after they leave, the Iranians show up to this boat and oh. kind of like beat up Jake and whoever the girl is there. With well, him.
1: this is an interesting thing. So Jake's <clears throat> on the boat <clears throat> with a girl. Oh, that's interesting. I guess it's just an 80s movie. So why not show titties when you can, right? Oh, it's an 80s right. movie. <laughs> and he is on the boat with another girl and it's this this like sexy take off your top take off my top and they're both topless and then the (laughs) iranians come in so unfortunately while they're kidnapped she has to hold her hands over Mm -hmm. her breasts over her naked breasts uh and the iranians so this is the first time we get to see what they do when they go searching through someone's home sure for right now we don't know what they're looking for but we do know that when they they get on the boat And they just pull things off the shelves and break them. They just Just pull things off the shelves and break them. He's got a lot of books, a lot of bookshelves Mm -hmm. on that boat. And they're just pulling the books off the shelves quickly, quickly, quickly. Not even looking through them. When Um, when I see Body by Jake, I think
0: avid reader.
1: Well, perhaps, perhaps. Um, So, yeah, they, they, they wreck the place. They pistol whip Body by Jake. And... They're obviously looking. They, they're following Michelle, and, and this is the comedy for,
0: that you talked about. Like,
1: yeah, this is, this is the, the funny.
0: You know, they're not. If you're looking for something, you don't just th- break stuff and throw things across well, then the Well, when they're doing roof. it, like
1: they're unplugging TVs right. and just shaking them they're, and tossing you, them down. Like I said, they're looking pulling the for bro- stuff. This is just no. Them they're just making a mess. Silly, yes.
0: Yeah, they're yeah. just
1: making a mess, and um, so so. Now, uh, they, they just oh. miss, though. the Michelle and, and, right. and Jeff Goldblum do not see that the Iran, Iran guys go and do this. Because um, they are now, she's like, I need to go to Hollywood. The first stop in Hollywood is this apartment. And when we walk into this apartment, there's Elvis everywhere. Yeah. There's posters of Elvis, magnets of Elvis, cups, mugs, everything Elvis. And, and Jeff Goldblum even's, and... There is some swanky music. There's some Al Green playing when they first mm-hmm. walk in the apartment. I don't know if that movie music was left on or it's part of the soundtrack. Um, anyway, um, Jeff Goldblum is like, or Ed, I think is his character's name. He's like, is this your place? And this is her brother's place. And she's looking for some of her stuff. She must have stayed at her brother's. He, Who is the actor that plays her brother? Why is uh, he so Bruce familiar? McGill. No, he's just, his he
0: character actor Bruce McGill. Like you... Just recognize him from yeah, a bunch yeah, of stuff he, you've seen.
1: He comes in, and he is... Dr- Sorry, somebody's banging on the door. It, She's it, in the room, This is crazy.
0: Changing. Like, this is all insane. The fact yeah, that well, this place is... And you say it's an Elvis. Like, it is just newspaper magazine clippings of Elvis floor to ceiling on every wall. It's silly. I love it when she goes into the bedroom and closes the door and it's just a giant Elvis face on the back of the door. Mm -hmm, It's mm -hmm. really fun. And Jeff Goldblum, again, just along for the ride, just kind of like hanging out while she gets dressed and gets stuff that she needs. It's just really like, Oh, isn't this quirky? It's just a weird Elvis obsessed dude. Who comes in dressed like Elvis. Well, yeah,
1: then he comes knocking on the door. Loud knock, but it's okay. She, he, Who's in here whatever? And yeah, he's... And who's the goon? He's got some, like, goony sidekick that's with him. Yeah. Oh, just um, some
0: dude. Yeah, but it's, yeah. he comes in and she <laughs> he tells her that he gave away her car and also, yeah. get the fuck out of my place. Yeah, like, yeah. It is, It's so aggressive, and I'm like... I want to know her backstory. I want to know what's going on. None of this is ever explained, but I'm like... Well,
1: a little bit. He gets... Because he gets fiery and mad. So, Mm -hmm. uh, while she's changing, Goldblum finds... There's a whole book of, like, like headshots. Right, Yeah. There's a little portfolio of Michelle Pfeiffer in all these headshots. Mm -hmm. And when the brother does come in and he is very angry with her and get out and I sold your car and... She seems to skip town a lot and leaves him with the rent, okay. and then he doesn't have the money to pay the phone bill. Like that's what he was complaining about, and I could see as we get to know her circumstances more, and we find out she was a mistress for some with some guy for a while who let her, yeah, you know, put her up at a hotel. I could see where maybe the brother is like, she'll just run off with any dude, and then she's right. gone, and what? So he's, but he's like crazy angry with her, and Goldblum even is like. You can't just, she's telling you she's in trouble. You can't just kick her out. Because to everyone, to to the the body by Jake guy, to her brother, she's telling them each, like, I'm in some trouble and I need your help. And none of these people, she has burnt right. too many bridges. They don't want to help yes, her. Yes, yes.
0: That again, Jeff Goldblum, listen, you are going from a relationship where your wife cheated on you. Michelle Pfeiffer, who has a history, of just seems to
1: have a pretty shady track all record. over yeah. the
0: place with a lot of dudes. I'm not listen. I'm not saying that people can't change, but I
1: could change, and you could change. Yeah. We can all change. <laughs> okay. Sly knows.
0: Uh, <laughs> you're right. He does. <laughs> so she. Oh, she the brother looks, says oh, about ahead. her. Wait, one more yeah,
1: thing, because I'm no, down. Hard. The brother says about her, she is a terrible experience. <laughs>
0: that is actually a wonderful way to describe somebody. <laughs> that is really great.
1: And then when he kicks her out, mm-hmm. she yells to him, Elvis would never do what you're doing. And then there's something about her maybe sleeping with Elvis. I say? don't know what's happening. I... I don't know what. <laughs>
0: You watched this movie more recently than I have, and you, you don't know, know everything about this. You were like, Oh, I'm so glad you took good notes because I got nothing. You have everything. You know everything that is happening. Screen.
1: Wow. No, but like I said, uh, there's a point where I just was like, That's I don't fine. Even know.
0: Anyway, okay. uh, his car is towed. So... Oh, they tried
1: to warn him. The homeless people
0: tried to warn him, his car Yeah, what towed. was that all about? I don't, that was very odd. Um, But it's okay because they have this giant Elvis caddy and they decide to head out in that. Kind of have a brief run in with the Iranians who are now at, I guess, her brother's place. Oh, yeah. They honk the horn and make them move, but they don't quite know who they're looking for. Like, they don't yeah. know who Jeff Goldblum is. Yeah, she is. hides under yeah. that
1: right, and mm-hmm. she hides under the thing. He says at one point, because again, in the beginning, he's, this is strange. What's going on? He tells her, this is too weird, and I'm too tired for what's happening. Like, I need to go home. But now he's driving a big convertible that says the king along the side. So, um, and they're on to their, Oh, they're
0: on this movie. I was the like. King lives, please get a less conspicuous car than you yeah, guys are please. driving Yeah, please. I was right like, now.
1: that's a little, I don't know, guys. You're running from a lot of bad guys, and. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I do like
0: to think the Iranians, the ones that went up to the apartment, came back down, and they're like, well, we don't know where she is, but her brother's a weird Elvis guy. And the other guys in the car are like, did you say Elvis? Because we just saw an Elvis car. (laughs) Because all this movie, I'm like, how are they keeping up with her? How do they know where she's going? I, I didn't understand most of how they were keeping up with her travels.
1: How did Bowie find them? I don't know. It appeared David
0: Bowie was just walking down the streets and ran into Jeff Goldblum. He was just
1: waiting outside the hotel. So now at this
0: point, I mean, I'm watching this waiting for some explanation. And it's at this point, the most vague explanation where she's like, I brought something back from a foreign land. Yeah. Well, now uh, I'm sorry I couldn't tell you more. But can we go to this beauty pageant TV show filming <laughs> that's happening right now? Because this is important.
1: I don't know what this is.
0: So she's there to talk to a friend of hers.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Jeff Goldblum during these scenes where he is talking on and a falling all over payphone. Uh. Great! I love it. I just love how the one guy grabs the receiver out of his hand and goes very funny, buddy, and hangs it up. And they take the telephone pole away. What about when he, he everything? He tries to on that, lean
1: on a fence, he sits on yeah. a
0: rock, and breaks through it. Really funny. Like he, he had me going here. I really you enjoyed were, this. You were, you were
1: enjoying it, yeah. Oh.
0: So she goes to her friend, who is dressed, like I said, in a swimsuit beauty pageant thing. She has on a sash. And she's like, hey, can I stay with you? And her friend's like, no, sorry, you
1: can't. Well, yeah, the husband or the boyfriend, the older boyfriend's kind of over it.
0: Uh, Yeah, I'm glad you said older boyfriend, too, (laughs) because when we really see that guy at that place, I'm like, ooh,
1: I don't like this at all. Yeah, it makes me very uncomfortable, these two together. I just
0: just feel bad. I'm like, why would... If anybody can, Jamie, if you came to me and you said, it is a life and death situation, can I stay with you? Why would I say no to that?
1: I, again, I don't know the kind of background this girl has, this, this character has with all these people, because they all oh, are like, right. there's one too many times my friend, there's one too many times. She, so though she won't house her, mm-hmm. when she asks, can I give you something to hold? Right. She says yes. And yeah. for some reason, so they're filming something, she's a actress or something featured as a pageant queen
0: or pageant I was going to say I would love for you to tell me what they're filming right now because I have no idea I don't know but it they have be, like
1: it's a set that they're yeah, on yeah it right? could be yeah. a
0: TV show it could be a movie mm-hmm. it could be a beer commercial I have no idea I don't know. what's I happening don't know. I don't know but um. yeah so she's like here's some here's my coat or something she gives her a big puffy coat or just leaves mm-hmm. a big coat there And then
1: takes off. Yeah. She puts it in the pocket. She puts something in the pocket of this coat. Mm -hmm. We should mention that earlier, um, when she was changing at her brother's, there's a little scene of her changing in the bathroom and you see her take something out of her naked body from somewhere. Okay. Right.
0: I, all right. I thought you were joking when you said this earlier. And, no. and my response was I don't know where else he would hide it I didn't know that there was a specific scene where yeah, you see her scene. removing what are they rubies or emeralds which is really were emeralds why are they, they diamonds emeralds. like it's just so strange how they're like what is a least what is a less valuable gem that we could use for this movie? <sighs> Just make it diamonds. It's always diamonds. Don't try and get too cute. No, but
1: these are some kind of magical I, emeralds. Remember? Well, That's when she explains them. Which
0: All right. Listen, if there's magic I'm in this sure. movie, then I don't know what's going on.
1: I don't know either. But she, in an earlier scene, I was under the impression that she's taking them out of her. Ho- like she's a mule. You know, they put the drugs inside yeah, of her. Jamie, I'm a-
0: sure you're right. Okay. I, I'm positive you're right. It's never expressly stated, but it's the only thing that makes any sense. How is movie. she
1: hiding the jewels otherwise, right? You're right. So these these jewels that had spent some time up in her are now in her friend's pocket of the Dow jacket, and now they can move on, but she's not done with Jeff. She's got no, to make she, another she, call.
0: Yeah, she goes into, I, I'm going to say the director's office to make a phone call, and Jeff Goldblum's just hanging around. Like, she's... I thought he would just leave while she was talking to her friend. He doesn't. He hangs around. Uh, he They go into this office together and she calls someone, her friend, and like the wife of this dude or something. Like, yeah. Like she answers. said The wife earlier, answers. Yeah. She's like this guy's mistress, basically. Mm. She explains
1: some of it now too, because right? I have it in my notes. this is when she explains some of what's happening to Jeff because he's about to be like I'm done I'm Mm -hmm. too tired for this it's all too strange and she explains she got six perfect priceless emeralds they are stones from an ancient king and uh, she was chased at the airport and she can't go to the police because she's a smuggler because he doesn't know again what's going on and he keeps saying if you're in this much danger we should just go to the cops and she keeps refusing that. And so she kind of, this is the information we're given. She, he's given to explain exactly. why. Exactly. This is uh, when they're
0: sitting on, I'm going to say the steps of the Cosby show or Sesame Street or something like that. Because they are still like on set. Like they're still Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. they walk down just past these lights to a brownstone. And that's where they have this conversation yeah. where she does... Like, she's talking about Persian kings, all sorts of crazy shit at this point. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and I love how Jeff Goldblum just does his Jeff Goldblum through this whole thing. Like, anytime he gets a chance to speak, he's like, so, um, uh, who's, um, that guy who, um, tried to kill you? Yeah. She's like, well, I that's not important. She's like, but what, what about the, um, guys at the, um airport do you um it it really is just like the quintessential jeff goldblum performance where he's asking questions she's not giving him the answers he wants Mm -hmm. and he keeps asking her about basically these iranian men and she's like i don't know who they are dude let's just go
1: yeah we just gotta move it on
0: yeah she basically gets him to agree to keep helping her the amount of times this soundtrack cuts to like Sexy the sax. sax An electric guitar. And it's in crazy.
1: inappropriately so. Oh, the music makes me feel the music so there's some of the the I don't know if you want to call it the beats, the candor, the the whatever you want to call it, the rhythm of this movie somehow. Comedy wise, it feels like I see where they're trying to be funny, but it gets a little gory, or like these three stooges, they're there it's not quite stoogy enough to be giggly you know and even so it misses it's sort of like a fuzzy humor that you're feeling right um it's a fuzzy
0: humor and and sometimes a somewhat effective bit of humor until i just feel uncomfortable and i've let this to end
1: yes yes and then the soundtrack the the music that they put behind what they're which is what a soundtrack is in case people don't know, <laughs> don't know talk us through this <laughs> yeah <laughs> um boy do you learn some things in good times great movies <laughs> it's very jarring it just doesn't match it's like when you list watch the movie and we've done this before because the movies we find are sometimes hard to find when the audio doesn't match yep. and you're like wait what's it's not catching up what do we do with all this sex all this sexy sex it, it, what do we do with all this
0: yeah it, it felt like i was watching silk stockings episodes yeah. or something like and that's not and, what's and happening here. every that's not time the vibe a scene of up. dialogue ended it cut to sexy saxophone music <laughs> i'm like what it's really aggressive and again and if it's trying
1: to play off as a comedy you're like well this i don't know i yeah. don't know so but, let's but. talk about
0: this, the fact that she's like, all right, now begins the hotel portion of this movie where we just go to oh. several hotels in a row. Because mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. she's like, I can't go in and talk to this guy about having the jewels... Because he's an Arab, blah, blah, blah. And I guess he's the one I was supposed to get the jewels for. I'm not sure. I don't know what's going on. The thing oh. that was so distracting about this is they're having this entire conversation in front of a doorman who's just standing there. Oh, yeah,
1: who's just kind of listening, and, and she keeps side-eyeing him, This too. doorman
0: is Paul Bartel, who is mm. another director, um, but he appeared in Follow That Bird. <laughs>
1: Oh, and he was in Chopping
0: yeah. Mall. I know Chopping oh. Mall was a long time ago, but there were the two people when they're introducing these robots at the mall. There's mm. these two people sitting there going, oh, I think they look a little Hispanic, don't you? <laughs> and he's one of those two people. Gotcha, but he has no gotcha. lines in this. He's just standing there Yeah,
1: he just gives awkward glances yeah, while yeah. they
0: have this discussion. Yeah. So the plan is for Jeff Goldblum go, to go into this black tie VIP illegal gambling ring, whatever, where he's know. underdressed. Yeah, he's like wearing corduroys and a sport coat and everybody else's black tie. Yeah,
1: yeah. And, and he's just meant to go in there and say she needs you and you have to give her a call. Well, right? he,
0: yeah, he has an important message for Mr. Moriarty, Mori, <laughs> Moriarty, whatever it is. And this oh, yeah. guy apparently decides to do most of his business in a luxurious bathroom where I think a man is having sex with a woman in one of the
1: stalls yeah and she just forgot to put her dress back It's on not even a after. private bathroom No no but it is a fancy bathroom a oh. lot of marble and shine
0: It is very fancy Yeah and this is when he's like listen I know Michelle Pfeiffer you know Michelle Pfeiffer she's safe the jewels or whatever are safe. She wants you to give her a call at this number. Mm-hmm. Now mm-hmm. let's go bother Jim Henson. He's
1: making a call. It's the only phone in the building. We've got to get him off the call,
0: right? Yeah. So I love this part of the movie because this guy decides to call Michelle Pfeiffer, and she's on a payphone or whatever. And these two are having a conversation that I couldn't pay attention to because while this is happening, it appears these four Iranians. Oh, they're are buying the suits. <laughs> fitted for suits. But it's
1: like a suit party. Apparently, they went to. It took me a minute because I was like, "What is happening? Why are we watching this?" Apparently, the Iranian guys have go to a suit store after hours. I am and glad they have lady a friends suit party. There. <laughs> a suit party. That's a good way to put it. It's the they best
0: have, way to put it because they're having drinks and hanging around yeah. and trying on suits after hours, and I'm like aren't you responsible for getting these jewels and
1: and why possibly are you doing, killing what is people this? what is this what? what is this even happening is this just so in a couple of scenes we can watch you guys half suited run down the street after jeff goldblum uh,
0: I, yeah i think is it happening? is it's like they were on this mission and suddenly realized they had a reservation to try <laughs> on suits <laughs> because also first of all la I don't know if this is the way LA is after hours. This city is dead. zones. there is nobody else because Jeff Goldblum's wandering around empty streets, looking yeah. in storefront windows. And that's when these guys see him.
1: The cop even to cops come up and that's pull up to Goldblum at one point. Yeah. Right? That's, this that's
0: is... in a few minutes. Cause that's mm. after they, I did like the bit of comedy where they are trying to get out of the suit place. And they're yeah. about to oh, shoot the, the door. Oh, and the suit guy freaks out about the them not shooting the door. Yeah, the guy's like, no, he no, no, I can unlock that door for yeah. you guys.
1: He throws himself in front of it. No, yeah. no, no.
0: And like you said, yeah. they run after him without pants. But by that point, he's gone. He's like a ghost. Yeah. And this is when he just happens upon David Bowie. Yeah. And David yeah. Bowie's like, hey, dude how's it going and shoves a gun in his mouth yeah yeah and he's very polite about it that like it's the most polite death threat Assault. i think i may have ever yeah. seen in a movie yeah. because he, he's really it's like hey i work for somebody who blah 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 we want these jewels and so on and so forth i know but you he know keeps her.
1: complimenting him too remember he tells him you're good oh you're yes. real good I've been following you and you are good. And Goldblum's like, Goldblum's
0: like, I don't know who you are. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what's happening right now. I haven't slept in three days. This yeah. is very exciting. And then he shoves a yeah. gun in his mouth and he realizes this is kind of serious. Yeah. And that's when the cops come up and David Bowie, you know, bolts. Oh
1: yeah. He
0: says, gotta, gotta go. And he and the cops are even like, Hey, weird, awkward white dude. You just hanging out here at night. He's yeah,
1: like, they say it's 3.30 in
0: the morning. Yeah, He's like, he oh, says, it's that late. I'm just uh, waiting yeah. for my wife. And then, of course, she pulls up in the Elvis mobile and is like, officers, is my husband giving yeah, you a hard time? Yeah, it's really yeah. cute and it's fun. And again, like, it's like this movie does really weird things. And... Suddenly, Goldblum and Michelle Pfeiffer were apart, and I just felt uncomfortable by the whole thing. And now they're back together, and I'm like, okay, I'm suits. back on board. Yeah. Let's just You're go. Like, Here we go. Yeah,
1: this feels better. This feels much better.
0: And now she gets him to take him her to another hotel, where I guess she's delivering these gems. And they kind of have a nice little goodbye, like they kiss goodbye outside this hotel. Room. He
1: does the Jeff Goldblum thing with his hand, like she <laughs> she gives him a hug and kiss on, I don't think, she might kiss him on the lips but it's like a friendly kiss on the lips. I mean at first I was like, oh wow, they're really going for it. But he does the thing like she's walking away and he kind of reaches for her with his big old goldblum hands and tucks his hand back in his fist. But this this is supposedly their goodbye. He's gotta go get his car to hawk. She's gotta yep. run for her life still. Um,
0: I do like when it, she leaves and he's still in the car and the doorman like opens the door and is like you gotta, this isn't your car. Like, do you want me to call you a cab? Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was pretty fun, but Jeff Goldblum seems to know that something's wrong. Yeah. So he even says to the doorman, he's like, Oh, um, can I go, I got to give her something. And he's like, well, I'll just give it to her for you. And he goes, no, no, no. I think I should do it. And the doorman's like, good enough for me, dude. I'll just let yeah. you in this hotel. Sounds like... I guess... Well, the doorman
1: obviously let a couple of other people in because what we he let find in the is- hotel is... So so. there's... Is it a hotel or maybe it's just a classy apartment with a doorman? Because it's... Oh,
0: that's a good point. Yeah, it might yeah. be a...
1: Yeah. So he gets into this apartment and um, it seems like people over there, the TV is on, there's a... There's a um, a beautiful uh horse statue right in the door like whatever entrance you really, area do you really what's t- the movie what's the tv what's on the tv what movie oh, is that jamie
0: did you know is that it, i would of course know what this of is. course <laughs> i did
1: yeah
0: it's um abbott and costello meet frankenstein ah
1: uh, okay <laughs> which is That's... really
0: great i was gonna put it as my recommendation because it's a really funny movie but i decide on something else but Yeah, if people that's on every TV. Yeah, if people aren't Abbott and Costello fans, it is the one that you should watch because I'm not a huge fan of that goofy shtick, but it's a really funny movie. So people should watch it. Yeah, but you're right; it's on every multiple TVs in multiple rooms are showing this same movie.
1: And we get, a, we just like you said, we, we get almost like too much driving in the one scene where he gets in the car and he driving. He's walking through every room and we're not seeing a whole lot. It just looks like, you know, so whoever was awake is now in bed and left all the TVs on. <laughs> yeah. When we walk through the kitchen, though, interestingly enough, there's like a turkey dinner and like a rack of lamb. Yep. Like it looks like a big dinner was to be had, but no Buddy is mm-hmm. there and it doesn't even look like anybody's eating the dinner. I like, a, so, I like
0: the idea of a big celebratory these emeralds the have finally have been, been smuggled found. Yeah. into the country. Now let's have a rack of land. Let us let us
1: <laughs> feast for these gems will come out of the vagina of Michelle Pfeiffer. <laughs> yep.
0: uh, did you wash these off? Or like... yeah. I sure hope
1: so. Uh, so yeah, he
0: wanders around he goes into the back one of the, I don't know. I'm going to say the back room of this giant palatial apartment
1: penthouse, yeah. And yeah. he
0: starts to see bodies. Just oh. dead people. And these were the dead people that he was just talking to in the bathroom, mm-hmm,
1: right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, okay.
0: So this just happened. It's not old. Yeah. Next, throats ho- uh, cut. Throats mm-hmm. slit. Mhm. Mm-hmm.
1: One lady's got like her 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 leg is facing a weird way. It looks like they're broken legs and just bodies, like you said, everywhere.
0: There's some sort see, of crazy bloodbath that has happened here.
1: We see Michelle Pfeiffer is being held with a knife to her neck from Bowie and he's saying, don't say anything,
0: right? Are you, you don't want anybody to know this. You're whispering this.
1: No, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to be dramatic about it like it was in the... It's pretty
0: dramatic because I don't yeah. know where they are. I was like, are they behind the curtains? Are they in a closet? Yeah. Like, oh. I didn't know... Yeah where any of this was taking place. Mm-hmm. So David Bowie finally like walks out of this closet with Michelle Pfeiffer. And it's like, ha, ha ha ha. I have her blah, blah, blah. Where are the gems? Do, 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 And he then some dude who we saw earlier who has, I think a knife in
1: his chest. Oh yeah. He's already down
0: on the ground. He gets up. He well, he's not dead. If he gets up, he gets
1: <laughs> up, pulls the knife out. And then there's
0: a crazy knife fight. fight. I love that Michelle Pfeiffer's in the middle of this knife fight for a very long time. Mm -hmm. Bowie's got a knife. This guy's got a knife and they're fighting. And it finally, like, basically it ends up where these two are still fighting. I don't know what the resolution to this fight is. Like the fact that we don't see Bowie anymore makes me think that he lost this fight.
1: Well, he too, when he came out, he had some blood on his back and... Yeah, we oh. don't ever see either of these two again. But no. what, what the good thing that happens when this night fight starts, and it is like it's just two people. Arr, <laughs> Arr, yeah. Like, I'm not going to stab you. You don't stab me. And they're so focused on not, or, you know, stopping each other from stabbing each other that Goldblum and Pfeiffer can slip right away. Yes. And they do. And, they try um, and get on the
0: elevator, but there's a man with a dog. And the yeah. dog barks at them, so they take the And stakes. the dog's
1: like... This is always a thing, right, when people have, like, dogs that are, rah, and then they're like, he's really nice, but, yes. but the dog's, like, baring his teeth and, like, Bo, oh, but he's really sweet, So because the, the guy shouts after them, he's a nice yeah. dog.
0: But it's um, a good thing but, yeah. they did this, because the Iranians,
1: Iranians are there. the Iranians are back, yep. And they're everywhere.
0: They go to get on the elevator, and the guy's dog barks at them, and they shoot this they dog shoot 20 dog. times?
1: Yeah, they're very, yeah.
0: It's very, very crazy. crazy. Yeah.
1: So. And now these two are running down the stairs, and this is when they jump in the cabbie, right? This 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 amazing cabbie ride in the parking lot. I love
0: this guy because they do jump in a cab, and they're like, you got to get us out of here. And the cabbie soon realizes that they're being chased by other people. So mm-hmm. he takes them into another parking garage. Like, I'm amazed and the amount just, of time. That it's this almost takes like to this cabbie. Garage.
1: This cabbie has done this routine before. He He
0: clearly has. Yeah. This is
1: part of this cabbie's like late night rounder. But it's
0: so funny how he drives all around, loses these guys, slams on the brakes, and yells, Get the fuck out of my cab. Yeah, and then kicks them
1: out of the cab. Yeah. It's really funny. It's too much. Yeah.
0: And then they go to a diner where a They
1: have ice cream Sundays. A
0: clumsy waitress waits on them. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and this have, is like, where they, they tell a little more to each other this is where they open up a bit yeah they right? have
0: like a nice little conversation about his home mm-hmm. life and how old she is cause I like how I don't know did he think she was like 16 years old or something
1: Oh yeah. cause he's
0: talking to her about how young she is and she's like I'm older than you think I am yeah. like, alright is that just to make me as the viewer feel okay about this relationship <laughs> cause I don't think Goldblum's that old no.
1: Well, I think I think he was in his 30s when it was made and she was in her 20s. Okay. I Does mean, that feel right?
0: I'm okay with that. Yeah. It's right not like do. she's 17 and he's 35.
1: But we do find out that apparently when she was about 17, the character cuz she he gives a little background um first of all he says he wants he still thinks they should go to the police. And she right. says, no, I really got to see the rich guy that's on the boat. And he's like, who is this guy? And so she explains how she was this man's mistress. Right, yes. And f- he, for five years, he, he set her up. And it wasn't meant to be a mistress thing. They met and then traveled through Europe together. And then basically he put her up ho- in like an apartment in Hollywood or something, bought her a car, and kind of just helped her out until his wife came back in the picture and put the kibosh on things. So that's why they're not speaking. And I think Goldblum tells her because I think she's like, "And what were you doing at the airport that night?" Right. And I think that's when he's like, "Well."
0: So while these two are having this conversation, we cut back to her actress friend and the old man she's seeing. Oh yeah,
1: and they're arriving back at their like little Malibu house, right?
0: Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's it's just a cut back and forth between you know Michelle Pfeiffer and Jeff Goldblum. And what's happening with her friends? Because immediately these Iranian guys show up at her place. Yeah. And they shoot this guy's bird because it's loud. And Three of them. There's three animal. birds,
1: Moe, Larry, and Curly.
0: Oh, are they really? Okay. Yeah. Right. And they're, they're like, again, they're doing the same thing they did to Body by Jake, which is break everything in this house mm-hmm. looking for mm-hmm. something that these two people don't know what mm-hmm. it is.
1: Mm-mm. No, they have no clue. She doesn't even know, and they do that breaking thing where they're just pulling things off yeah. shelves and breaking things. And these again, they like to bust in on people before they're going to get intimate. These two were about to get intimate, mm-hmm. and then these guys show up, and they, I thought they were handcuffed or something on the couch. Or he was at least had his like hands bound. Maybe she he somehow was. she somehow gets loose though, and just. Bolts it out the screen door, through the screen door, out onto the beach. And it's just running on the beach. Just
0: running in the... the, And also, this movie is called Into the Night... We are into the daytime now. Yeah. This just, is, like the you said, I think the day. it's the 48 hours. This yeah. is morning. We see some man having breakfast, like talking to us, watching this whole thing, being like, oh, yes, uh, uh, you might want to call the police because yeah, the yeah. woman was just murdered on the beach. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You're not doing These anything. Malibu people, you know how Malibu people are. They're not care. It's
0: crazy because she does run around on the beach. And it is kind of funny. How and she's, all
1: four of them chase her. All it wasn't four. like one guy was like, Go get her, I'll stick with him. Four no. of them chase her and then essentially drown her. They just in, drown in the her in yeah. the ocean. Yeah. And yeah, that's it's a terrible Yeah. Death.
0: And I was like, Oh no. This movie took a really dark turn and I didn't listen, I know you just murdered a bunch of animals, but now oh, you killed wait. this innocent woman.
1: When they're in the apartment or in the house, this guy, again, they, she, he must be a director. She's the actress, right? The mm-hmm. two, the one that's down murdered. When they're breaking all the stuff, they're breaking Emmys. He has, like, <laughs> Emmy statues on his mantle. And they're, like, breaking them in half and, like, searching. It. They're a mess. Those are um,
0: worthless anyway. Who, who cares?
1: It's but now, Emmy. the what about the weird Frenchman? Who? There's another bad guy. The other bad guy. Oh, God. Okay, wait a second. Okay. <laughs> so, all right. So They go back to her, brother, her brother's place, right? right. yes. But so are, this I mean, happens at her friend's house. Her friend, the Iranians are looking for her. The, yeah. You know, this is just trouble. Anybody that touches this girl comes near her. Apparently these four God, get into I forgot it. it's bad about this news.
0: Frenchman. Oh my God. Okay, yes. yes. So then these two are basically abducted, taken.
1: The, well, they go back to her brother's house for some reason. Mm-hmm. And the Frenchman, the brother's house has been wrecked. Right. It's a hot mess. And who comes out? Not her brother, but this Frenchman and his two guys. And I think the Bowie worked for him somehow. Yes. Because um, even I think Goldblum says, it. oh, so you're the guy that so-and-so works for. And now right. he kind of takes them hostage, takes them in their limo and doesn't want to let them go until he knows where the jewels are. And I, she must say, like, I, I know where they are. They're with my mm-hmm. friend. So they go up to the Malibu house where the friend lives. But the cops are already there doing their investigation, They ne- which never brings up the dead woman. Like, it, the cops never say. Nothing, and, and the guy I husband never think,
0: says. I, listen, I got to tell you, Jamie, I, I have not been around any sort of police investigations or murder scenes. I don't recently, think you can not. just walk in and be like, uh, I'm just here for my coat. I need coat. my jacket that, right there. That's yes. my coat. I'm just gonna take this and go. Yeah. This is not a big deal, right? Also, can you have a policeman escort me back to my limo for some reason? Because that's, that's how what she in does. The 80s. She that's goes how it in and in she gets her yeah. coat that's yeah. filled with jewels. And the police, they talk to her for a hot minute, but they're well. More they get concerned. her information. Yeah.
1: It's interesting. So they, yeah, they 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 realize that they they're very concerned with the the boyfriend or husband whoever he is the director guy cuz they're like you're on probation for cocaine and <laughs> now there's this like this crazy thing that happened at your house this does not look good but so you're on she's probation got her for jacket. cocaine
0: and your girlfriend was drowning in the ocean yeah. we might want to talk to you for a we, minute yeah
1: we think there might be something here but so she convinces the cop to walk her smartly across the street, back to the limo. And now the Frenchman and his drivers are like, shit, she's coming back here with a cop. What the fuck? And she plays it off like, oh, officer, um, this is my, I don't even know how she says uh, It is she's...
0: such a bizarre thing where she's like, this is Jeff Goldblum. Also, this is some French guy. And Come on The out French out the guys car. are a cook. Come on yeah. out of the car. Yeah, she Talk gets everybody out of the car. He would yeah. be thrilled to meet you. Also, driver and the dude in the passenger seat. How about you guys get out here, yeah. too?
1: Yeah. And she, well, <laughs> she pretends that the limo is her and her husband. And this is yeah. he's just a visiting Frenchman, I think a chef, that doesn't speak any English, she it, says. It
0: is, it is wild because mm-hmm. then she and Jeff Goldblum just get into the limo and drive, drive away. Out?
1: Now, this
0: is their third car that they've taken? I don't Second. I don't know, because it...
1: Besides his.
0: This also, this car. seemed very forced at this point. I'm like, I didn't need to meet the French guy. We kind of didn't need that scene. Like, oh. she could have just gone back for the jewels, and these two left. But now they decide to... She's going to the guy's house, who she was the mistress of. But and they who is also
1: the boat guy. Same guy. Right,
0: right, right, right. right. But they can't go in during the day for uh-uh. reasons. I think because the movie's called Into the Night. So they yeah. have to sleep in a sewer or
1: something through they... the entirety of the day. It's a weird, again, I guess, because she's the mistress. He lives on this in this mansion on these beautiful grounds. But they have to somehow slip into, like you said, this weird sewer system part of the mansion some cave so i don't even know where they are it is like
0: a sewer that's just like got some ivy in front of it and she's like oh well you just you just move this she folds up her
1: she folds up her little uh, jacket and she puts it down like a pillow and she just she is you just gotta sleep i love it because he's like when he finally wakes her up he's like You've been sleeping for eight
0: hours. He says, uh, "I'm sorry, nine hours." Bye. He tells her because she is out like a light. She and folds he, up her leather coat. She's sitting straight up against concrete, puts her head she's down, done it before, and immediately I guess. is snoring.
1: She's done it before, but he is—he's the insomniac, so he didn't sleep. And now they're ready to right. bust into this place, so the time is right. And it comes to find out, it's her—her ex, whatever. Right.
0: Yeah, and he's, like, Sugar hooked Daddy. up to all yeah. these machines and stuff. Yeah. And basically is dying.
1: He's not in a good way, yeah. No, he's But not. he remembers her. He's glad to yeah, see yeah. her. Um, she's glad to see him. Uh, his wife does come in at a certain point with, with Body by, uh, what is it? Body Jake. By Jake. Um, and uh, he's, who's now wearing a neck brace.
0: Yeah. Um, his, he's wearing neck braces, looks like his nose is broken and everything. Yeah, he's, he's yeah, they in roughed bad him up. shape. They we don't know up. about the topless woman. I hope she's okay.
1: We don't know. We don't know, right? Um, what is the deal that they make? I, oh, he get they get more information. He tells them about this is again, the it, plot thickens and I still don't understand the original plot.
0: These are just information dumps at this point where I'm like I I'm like, oh, Where's David Bowie? Like I, I could, well, I could ground myself with what was when happening Bowie there. Was there yeah. Even I, even though I kind of didn't know what was happening then, I didn't know where he, who he was. Yeah, he basically throws his own wife out, tells Body by Jake to get rid of her, and he does because I guess he's not dead yet, so he's still paying the bills. And now you're like, you're right. He dumps all his information on them, and he's like, you have to go call Parvici, Parvici. The aunt.
1: Saham's aunt? The guy that was killed? Yes. Aunt. I don't know. So don't
0: know. they decide, they formulate a plan, and we don't we don't know this plan at the time, but well, as they leave plan. the house, they're getting in two different
1: cars. Yeah. He picks out the red Ferrari. Right. Nice choice, <clears> Cold <throat> Bloom.
0: Yes. And I yeah. like how uh, Michelle Pfeiffer asked Body by Jake what is his wife's car so she's gonna take that one Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so the plan is for them to do their own separate things and then to meet at the airport so Mm -hmm. jeff goldblum i feel like she always gives him the more dangerous jobs like hey go talk to that guy in a weird private bathroom and also go talk to this woman who i think threatens to murder him eight different times while they're talking (laughs)
1: but also she lays down some another interesting fact that confused me so they go mm-hmm. on their separate ways yeah she goes to she goes directly to the airport does she not
0: no she goes to the flower shop of course oh that's right go she to goes the to the flower shop because
1: yeah. she's got to hide the the jewels and the right. flowers yeah. as a special order for the lady yeah um and then the call comes in he is spending some time trying to convince this woman that this is who what's going to happen who is in
0: charge of the Iranian Man
1: The four men are there eating yes. a mountain of pistachios
0: it is it's <laughs> a scene where you just keep cutting back to these four dudes eating pistachios, and it makes little to it's no weird. sense. It's
1: weird, and she's kind of a tough lady, like I don't understand right. how this is gonna work for me. why should I believe you? Why should you believe her? He even says like you know you why, why are you gonna believe that she didn't take already is <clears throat> Michelle Pfeiffer hasn't already just left mm-hmm. and because yeah,
0: she's really shit talking her. Because because w- the thing is, there were six emeralds,
1: right? And he, he presents brings her three. three. Yeah.
0: And he's like, "Listen, when I'm safe, when she's safe, mm-hmm. we will let you know where the other three are. Don't worry about it." And she's like, "Dad." bitch probably left blah 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 she took the other three she's gone da 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 yeah she's not
1: trusting and
0: and jeff goldblum's just making stuff up too like
1: oh yeah he does do what he's
0: doing what the relationship is it's a it's a whole lot of nothing that's happening during this scene Well, what about
1: the money thing that's weird too because she's like you're only gonna get like it's twenty four thousand dollars twenty four thousand dollars which doesn't seem like a lot for these priceless jewels
0: <laughs> no it it does seem like such a low number to ask for
1: yeah and even she points that out like you know that's not a lot of money right um
0: especially it, for these two to, I'm assuming leave the country and start a new life for yeah, themselves
1: yeah. they're on a they're gonna be on a budget but at least they won't be. I I don't
0: know. Maybe you know what? Maybe Michelle Pfeiffer knows something about that, guys. Richard Farnsworth will that we don't know. Well, like maybe come she to knows, find out what then
1: happens.
0: Right? Maybe she knows she's in for a huge payday. We will take right. the twenty four grand, and we're going to be uh, just we're going to sit Jeff. and
1: wait. Right? We're going to just see in a couple of months
0: right. when he yes.
1: But but yeah, it's it's again we have another like bad guy to add to the mix this woman now and now she wants the rubies or should right. get the rubies or the gems or the stones whatever they are but she the ag- call is me mi- go ahead yeah,
0: she agrees
1: mm-hmm. to all
0: of this and mm-hmm. goldblum's like great when we're safe we'll call you let's go mm-hmm. to the airport and they meet at the airport and michelle pfeiffer like some sort of dummy or girl scout is like you know what before we leave i better call and tell them where the emeralds are because that's the most fair thing to do and even he's like let's call them when we land in whatever country we're going to and she's like well it just wouldn't be fair so she calls tells her they're at this flower shop
1: yeah
0: um and then their plane is held up everybody Mm -hmm. has to leave the plane and, of course, We thought because... we were
1: success. They get on the plane, <laughs> right. they're going to Mexico, they're surrounded by Mexicans going home yes. to their family on the plane, um, and then it's announced that the plane, for some reason, has to deplane. And they stay on the plane, even. The stewardess is like, yeah. you guys have to get off. They're like, but it's just more
0: comfortable. <laughs> like, it's so much more comfortable when they see Because cool just then
1: away. what happens next is probably one of the more jarring mm-hmm. scenes uh, in, in the
0: movie. Um, one of the more jarring scenes... Because they are taken off the plane and then the Iranians are there and they're like, you're coming with us, dudes. I guess we're going to murder you. So they're being led through this airport and suddenly everyone is shooting at everyone and I don't know what's going on at I think all. there was
1: a tip-off at the airport, right? Because it seems like airport security, policemen, other maybe jewel seekers it's it's a Um, bunch
0: of police that we haven't met mm -hmm. and a bunch of other bad guys that we haven't met i think the frenchman's there yeah
1: yeah and then these iranian guys the frenchman does come walking down because they when they see him they're like now what are we gonna do about this guy yes yeah and everyone just shoots each other and it's not just like well and then it's also a very busy airport Mm -hmm. so then you have all these just yeah civilians that are like crouching down and throwing themselves on the floor. Cause the shooting is right. happening. And then is it one of the Iranian guys that takes her hostage? Her hostage
0: yes. Yeah. But I don't think and- we can overstate this. Cause it's not just like bang, bang, bang people falling down. Like these are headshots and blood sprays and all sorts of stuff that we have not seen in this movie at this point. And you're right. One guy takes her hostage and I kind of love this scene because Jeff Goldblum
1: has his breakdown.
0: He has a breakdown and is basically like, I don't know why I can't sleep, dude. And Jeff yeah. Goldblum's sob story of a life convinces this man to kill himself.
1: It's fair. He says, what's wrong with my life?
0: It really my is. My wife
1: is sleeping with somebody else. What? It, and the bad guy just takes the gun and blows yes. his head off. His blood blood is all over her. It's all over Jeff. And it's not even like
0: a, listen, we can work this out. Everyone's dead. No, It's nothing about this guy. It's just Jeff Goldblum talking about his problems until this Mm -hmm. man turns the gun on himself. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's really, really crazy. And so then they are taken by the police to a hotel room.
1: The Ramada Inn, the best kind of hotel. Yeah, room. I was
0: like, oh, now they're taken into police custody. Nope, they're taken to a Ramada Inn, where this one cop, Clue uh, I don't know if you know, well, he was the dad in um, Nightmare on Elm Street 2.
1: Ah.
0: So he's there, and he's like, hey, other cops, leave me alone with these two. And yeah, he's like, yeah. here's a bunch of money. Yeah,
1: give a bag of money. mark.
0: And uh-huh. you and and I love it when she's like, we get all this money, and he takes a little for himself. Yeah, he
1: takes a, put a couple of wads and stuffs it in his two pockets, and he's like, like who are you going to tell? He's going to yeah. think about it. Um,
0: I do like when Michelle Pfeiffer goes, maybe we're dead. And Jeff Goldblum goes, well, when you die, you don't go to the Ramada Inn. And she goes, how do you know that? <laughs> I did think that was pretty funny. <laughs> and
1: so, I guess this money came from her... her old sugar daddy right that's what we're gonna assume i guess yeah and he paid off the cops to make sure they're safe i don't
0: sure. know sure you could plug in anything at this point and be like this money came from here and i'd be like yeah that sounds about right yeah so no oh,
1: the the lady gets arrested the the
0: oh yeah yeah Pavarti. yeah let's call it. she her.
1: takes apart the flowers at the flower mart to find her gems but the cops are waiting outside the flower mm-hmm. mart for her so yeah I don't know why, but... Yeah, this that. this must yeah.
0: all be Richard Farnsworth's doing. So, she's... Uh, Michelle Pfeiffer is like, I gotta take a shower. I have blood all over myself. Yeah, yeah. Why don't you just hang out? And, of course, Jeff Goldblum finally falls asleep. Like
1: a little lullaby mm-hmm. the whole night was to him, and he, again, with that awkward hands behind the neck...
0: Yeah, maybe that is Slumber. how he sleeps. That's I, just I, how he sleeps. Yeah. He
1: he falls into an... Uh, he, he sleeps. He's able to yeah. sleep.
0: It's very sweet because she gets out mm-hmm. of the shower and goes over and is like, I'm going to totally get down with the gold bloom. But yeah. she second guesses it. Like, he's sleeping. He hasn't slept in mm-hmm. days. And then he wakes up to find out. I think that was all a dream. <laughs> I yeah. think. Yeah. He doesn't know. And now, the money... Okay. Okay, let's talk about the end of this because I'm confused. The money is gone, except for a little bit of money in an envelope. Oh, put
1: in his pocket, yeah,
0: with his name on it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So he walks out in the hallway, and there's a cleaning lady there, and he's like, yeah. "Hey, the lady that was um, here, do you know where she went?" And I love the, how the cleaning lady's like, "Hey, can I clean your room now? Because like it's been yeah. two days." Yeah,
1: <laughs> she told me not to disturb it. Are you ready for me to disturb it?
0: Yeah. yeah, and he's like two days I don't what's happening and we are under the impression that Michelle Pfeiffer has taken the money and left. But he turns around and she's there. She just
1: went shopping. What? She needed to get a new outfit. I guess so she has a new outfit. She must have the rest of the money she only trusted him with some and now they can uh I was watching this now movie they can I'm go like to the did she
0: just like is she just fucking with Jeff Goldblum? Like did she did yeah, think purpose? so. Like you so. might wake up soon. So I'm going to skip out and make you think I left. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Wow.
0: Well, and that is into the night. And I really thought we would breeze through this one, but we didn't.
1: Well, I remembered some d- jar details. You did. <laughs> I'm, I'm
0: impressed. So all is said and done. The movie's over. What are your thoughts with this thing?
1: I was entertained through the whole thing. It's such a strange, odd movie and there's so much randomness going on that you're you're um you're into it for the whole thing. Yeah. And I like both the actors. Yeah. You can't they're both great. But I thought it was kind of a weird movie. I
0: it's it really weird. weird. Yeah. He says
1: it throughout the thing, like, This is strange, this is weird. That's how I left it. When I turned it off, I was like, This movie's weird. I don't
0: know. Yeah, it's it really and is like you I you seem to
1: really like it. I though, think in the, the end I would
0: stuff. come down on enjoying it. Yeah. But you're right. I just didn't I didn't feel good. I didn't feel comfortable. Like yeah. I felt entertained, like you said. Uh
1: huh. And at
0: the end I was like, Okay, that was worth sitting through but I still feel like this is a movie that I'm gonna think about later and be like, I don't did I like it or did I <laughs> yeah. not? And I feel like a movie, I, here's what I think this movie may end up being. Remember how I felt about cat people. Oh,
1: yeah. And then it sat with you.
0: I feel <laughs> like this might have the opposite.
1: Oh, response. Like, the more I thought about cat people, the yeah. more I
0: liked it. Mm-hmm. My initial reaction is I like this. And I feel like the more I think about it, the more uncomfortable I get with the whole movie.
1: Yeah. I get it. I get it.
0: Yeah. I, get I, don't, it. Yeah. I don't know. I would say if people are curious, check it out. Like this, I mean, mic- yeah,
1: it's definitely like we said; it'll yeah. keep you entertained. Mm-hmm. Um, and the performances aren't terrible, but it's got to you don't really understand the plot. There's too much going on. The music is weird. The sense of comedy, t- comedic timing, just feels off. So there's—I don't know. But like you said, not, not,
0: like everything's open-ended too. Like I said, yeah. it really does feel like people just wandered onto set it's like it really felt like oh I have Richard Farnsworth for three hours let's put him in a bed and hook him up to machines and he'll be in this have movie have deliver
1: some lines, oh right David
0: however. Bowie you're here um, Here's a can job. you shoot like two scenes one's on the yeah. street and maybe the other one's in a closet
1: I'm not sure right. okay. how do you feel about a knife fight how yeah. do you feel about a knife fight Bowie characters just
0: disappear yeah. we don't see
1: Aykroyd again most ever. We
0: don't... of the stuff in this movie is not explained yeah, Maybe that was the point, but it just seems... It's so weird. It's You're right. It's weird. Yeah. Right? It's a weird movie. Do um, so you have something
1: weird to recommend?
0: I'm, You know what? I'm going to recommend a movie that I just randomly found. Every now and then, if I'm on Amazon or Netflix, and it says something like, we think you'll like this, I click on it, and normally oh, yeah. I'm super so let down. Yeah. <laughs> but I watched a movie from 1992... Called Nervous Ticks with tics. Bill Pullman because I can mm, get behind you. an everyman Bill Pullman performance. Sure, and it's very much like this movie. He he works at an airport, and it's like his last day because he's running off with some woman to Puerto Rico or something like that. But he just can't get like it's like a one crazy night movie. Like he, nothing goes right. And he runs into a guy who left a, a a briefcase at the airport and he finds it for him. And he's like, you're my hero. Now you have to drive me to this gas station where I'm going to make a drug deal with these guys and and stuff like that. Also, the the funny thing about this movie is everyone who's talking to him is like Jeff Goldblum, this woman, she's so out of your league. She's not right for you. Blah, blah, blah. She'll leave you and everything. This woman ends up being, julie brown
1: like downtown julie brown no
0: the uh, other julie brown the oh. red-haired julie brown do you really? remember she had a show yeah, called yeah, just say yeah. julie on yeah. mtv it's her and i'm like i don't think she's out of her league bill pullman and then the crazier thing is it's revealed that because she's like all right my husband knows about us and now we have to murder him she's married to peter boyle like it's such a strange movie, kind of just like this like one. Like with the
1: same kind of vibe as yes. this. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's,
0: it's, it was In, super What's it called? Fun.
1: Into the Ticks? Oh, no. Night In- Ticks? What's it called?
0: Nervous Ticks. <laughs> oh, there you go. Into the Ticks. <laughs> that move, Oh, that seems gross. Oh,
1: yeah. I don't want to get into it. Yeah.
0: So that's what I would recommend. And it is on Amazon Prime. Totally oh, for so it's free. That's what's available. Yeah. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. What about you? All right, I I gotta look hold on, I gotta because I this is what I didn't get to write down and then um uh, now I have to fumble with it on my phone. Uh, a show we just finished watching that was very good that mm-hmm. is available um, maybe it's an Apple T V or might be Apple TV. It's streaming somewhere. Um it's called Severance. It's with Adam Scott and Patricia Arquette is in it. And uh, Christopher Walken is in it. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of it? I've heard very You're good not. things. It's really good. It's really I good. I don't know
0: what it's on because I feel like if it was on something I got, I you would You would see it. Here, let me see what
1: IMDb it. says it's on. But it's really good. It, mm-hmm. it, it's reminiscent of this and that. Adam Scott plays a guy who... It, the, Severance is this, this situation that's created in this society where you could you go to work and you're just at work and you literally sever the person you are outside of work versus inside of work. So when you go, when they ride the elevator to work, that's one person. And then when they ride the elevator home, they have no memory of their work person that is separate. It's severed. Um, And so they're, they're, they're kind of living two different lives and, and, um, Patricia, it's this weird, like, um, Trisha Arquette does a fantastic job. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy her anyway. Adam Scott does a great job. Um, it's it's really well done. It's directed by Ben Stiller.
0: Um, oh, okay.
1: Most of the episodes are, at least. Let me see what it's on. Um, but it's really interesting. It's really, really, really Star well done. We just
0: Dodgeball, watched... Ben Stiller, and, yeah. uh, I don't know, husband of Melody from Hey Dude. <laughs>
1: Well, that's how you. That's
0: on. how I know Ben Stiller. How do
1: you find this stuff out? I where don't it's, where know it's on, what it's on.
0: People I mean, find it. It's listen. People probably know about it. They probably know well. It's more really about good, it guys. Do. Yeah,
1: it's really good, and I'm gonna recommend <laughs> it. And and it is strange, but it's definitely more of a. Um, I love how very rarely strange. we
0: like really address the audience, and I love how we're just like, it's really good, guys. You gotta <laughs> check it out, guys. Check it out. No, that sounds so, yeah. great. Oh, I, yeah, I've heard very good things about that.
1: Yeah, you um, would like it. I'm going to recommend it to you. you okay. You can see it. I yeah, will check it out. I'm glad devices. that didn't
0: exist when I used to work in an office because I guarantee you my bosses would have been like, you know what, I think you should do this because when you show up, you don't do any work and you just talk to everybody. <laughs> so if we could shut off whatever personality this is and just put you in front of a computer, I think That's they would have done that immediately. Best.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: With or without my consent, it would have ended up happening. Well, they had
1: to consent. Oh, listen, the amount of stuff that
0: I've signed where I've. Oh, yeah, not knowing. I'm sure I consented to. I'm going to get those 401ks back. You might have. (laughs) All right. So, Jamie, next week, we have a listener request. Aaron wants us to watch the horror comedy Mm -hmm. House from 1986 starring okay. uh, William Cat, the greatest American hero yeah, and yeah. George Wendt from Cheers uh,
1: this is going to be interesting another good little thanks Aaron for yeah another out another way. mashup
0: we just watched a comedy
1: act. It
0: romance.
1: was supposed to be thriller. Thriller. It's thriller. Thrilling. You didn't know it was happening. It, it added to your anxiety for the evening.
0: <laughs> is I believe there, it did. Is there a genre of film just called confusion?
1: Because it would be in there. <laughs> plotless. Could it be called plotless? plotless?
0: Meandering. <laughs> but also charming.
1: Well, because of Goldblum.
0: It's because of Goldblum. And Michelle Yeah, I
1: agree. Both of them together. Two different actors in this movie that we just discussed into the night, and it we're we're it's oh, a whole different walk we're going.
0: No, down. no, no, no. You, so much. Listen, more, you put two yeah. different actors in this. This falls into the category of like the forest or something like yeah, that. Where we're like, yeah. this is trash. This is where gone. we
1: don't have time for it. They right, are right.
0: charming. They are great. I re- I really I guess I didn't think too much about it. Have they been in anything else together? I shouldn't be springing this on you right now. I don't
1: think so. Without their IMDb's
0: know. to look at, but I'm curious because they really did have great chemistry. that's
1: something you want me to Google, I've got my phone handy.
0: I could Google it. Uh, it's all right. <laughs> the episode's over. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everybody. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, follow us on all the things. We're, we're on Patreon. You know where to find us. And hopefully this of. will be up on YouTube as something of. you guys could watch. Um, but we will talk to you again in two weeks with the house. No, not the house. It's just house
1: house, house. from
0: 1986. Don't watch Jamie by mistake. Mm-mm. The 1977 Japanese movie house. And when I, don't say, you think I won't? When I was, when I say don't watch it, please watch it. It's amazing. It's wonderful, but don't watch it, it for this uh, show. Uh, that gotcha. will also not be my recommendation because I'm ruining it now. Everybody, we will talk to you again in two weeks. Until then, have a great two weeks. Goodbye. I'm going to wait
1: till the midnight hour. That's when my love comes humbling.
0: No, they don't. No, YouTube doesn't do anything, but it'll say something like, This video can't be played in Portugal because you used this song.
1: And it's. And that concerns you for our Portugal fans, our Portuguese fans?
0: No, it's. Just, if you're a Portuguese listener, please let me know. <laughs>